Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What's up, what's up, what's up, Course Wizards? Welcome to yet another episode of the Course Wizards Podcast with my co-host, Chris. What's happening? Hey, hey, we are here. We are live. We are online. We're doing good. <laughs> I don't know. None yes, of that's true. I, I'm just riffing and none of that's true. We are not live. <laughs> We're not online yet. We're just recording. So, hey, what do you know? Oh, yeah. That's the beauty of selling online courses. You can do it without being live. That's right. You can do it anytime you want, anywhere you want. What does the thing say behind you, Chris? I'm I'm having a writing I'm having moment. a writing moment. Yeah. Cause because our, our business is called writing momentum. So I'm having a writing moment. Um is what that is. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. You should have a cap with that. I do have a writing momentum cap. Do you? Does right it say the same thing? No, it just says. It doesn't say I'm having a writing moment. No, it doesn't. That would actually be a good cap. You're right. Yeah, you need to get in the merch business, Chris. I do. I do. Before yeah. before starting the pod, Chris and I were riffing on like things that we are working on and how sometimes it gets disheartening when things just don't work, right? You put <laughs> and how much time and, and energy. Yeah. Yeah. So we are here to tell you: don't give up. And keep at it, because one day you will make a single sale. That's right. One day your sale will come. It's like your prince. And that's all you will get, is one sale. <laughs> Hopefully not. No, just Hopefully you'll get a lot. Just kidding. So, speaking of sales, we love our tools. Some we have bought on sales. Some we continue to pay monthly. And obviously, the ones we continue to pay monthly turn out to be a really good investment. Yes. Pretty much we over... Were what we buy lifetime, right? Yeah, we wouldn't be paying monthly if they weren't definitely worth it because Amit and I love lifetime deals. We love not having monthly costs. I actually can't stand monthly costs, but there are several apps that are on this list that I do pay either monthly or annually for simply because they're the best, it's the best stuff out there. Even if I've got a lifetime deal that's similar, I'd rather use these because they're that much better. Yep. So... That's what today's episode is about, tools and apps that we can't live without. So, Chris, let's go one at a time. You will go with your first one, then I'll go and tell, tell us a little blurb on what it is and what it does. All right. The first one I can't live without is Canva. If you're not familiar with Canva, that's because you haven't done any online graphic work whatsoever. They are considered the best graphic uh, designer online, and it does so much more than graphics. It does video you can create social posts, you can create YouTube stuff, you can create whole presentations. They're getting into the AI writing space. It's just kind of crazy everything Canva does. And you can put your whole team on it for about $15 a month. I have an entire team of VAs and other people on Canva, and it's worth every single penny because it has replaced multiple programs for us. And um, uh, like I said, just whenever we need something graphically done, we go on there. And the great thing about it is that it's so easy to use. We can get our designs done in easy, probably a quarter of the time of what it used to take by using the big boy programs, right? You use Photoshop, stuff like that. 
Yep. It's all great, but boy, Canva, it just does. And they have so many templates, so many templates. It is worth every penny. Yep. Well, agree. 100%. So my first one is going to be Tana. Even though it's not first on my list, Tana has become like my go-to app for, and it's T-A-N-A. Uh, and I think what, their website is. What is that? Dude? I've never heard of it. Yeah. So it's like a note-taking app, uh, but it has that, uh, I you talked about this in the past. I was using Mem. Not I do remember now. Yeah, switched yeah, yeah. from Mem to Tana, and it has like the con- contextual note taking. So you just tag notes, and then those tags can show up in searches. You can. What's cool about it is, Chris, it's like a lightweight CRM. So think about this: you let's say you type about nine tools, like this episode, right? Mm-hmm. And you type a hashtag called tools. Now that hashtag tools becomes a tag but not only does it become a tag it becomes a configurable tag so you can click it and you can configure fields so you can say anytime i use the word tools it should open up this node and within that node i want a drop down field i want a text field i want a number field but that's only for that tag now if you have apply a second tag that second tag can have its own set of fields so it's like a lightweight crm and each thing is called a node. So each line you write is a node. And within that node, you can have more nodes. And it kind of just goes deep, kind of like Notion and Mem met together. Yes. So within Notion, you can have a page within a page within a page. Similar, but it's not as heavy duty as Notion. So it's, a, it's usually mostly for note taking. Yeah, I use it for note taking, uh, meeting notes for my company. Uh, I'll set tasks in it. So I have a tag called task and anytime I type that, it shows up in my task Kanban view. Mm-hmm. And once I have finished it, it gets out of there. There you go. What's the ballpark price of Tana? Right now it's free. I have no clue what it costs, but I've been using it for free for two months now. You can't beat that. All right. Very good. <laughs> yeah. What's well, your next one, Chris? Speaking of note-taking, uh, my one of my favorite note-taking type apps is called Day One. And uh, Day One is available. It's it's generally been a Mac-only app, but it's now available on the web also. And it is slick. It's a journaling app, and it's probably one of the best journaling apps because you can not only journal in there, but it'll take your pictures. It'll take videos. It'll take the weather. It'll take your location. It puts all that information in together which is really insightful after you've created years and and I've been using it for years of journals in there and you begin to see your life come together and you can see a map of where you've written everything and uh, it's really great. But one thing I really like about it is that you can have multiple journals and you can see them all at once or you can see them individually. So for instance, I have a journal that's just my personal journal. Then I've got a work record journal where I just keep a record of everything I work on every day. That's that's kind of fun. Uh, I've got another one for a fitness journal. I've got a media journal uh, and and other ones. Anyway, so yeah, definitely worth um, using. I have tried so many others, and I keep coming back to day one. It's just the best. And how much does that cost? It's thirty five dollars a year, so not very much. About three bucks a month. Totally worth it. And worth it over the free see- alternatives. It's it's just for Mac as far as the um, app goes, but it's available on the web now also. So if you want to just use it on the web, you can. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Uh, my next one is MailerLite. It is an email marketing system, and I'm an online entrepreneur, so I have an email list. And to continue to 
promote to my email list and continue to grow it. There's MailChimp, ConvertKit, so many out there, but I've been using MailerLite. Use it pretty much every day. And I think I'm on the cheapest plan, which is like 15 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MailerLite is a wonderful program. I really, really like it. I highly recommend it also. Um, for me, I like for a communication app is I like to use Slack. I have been using it more and more with, um, not with clients, but I use it with my, my virtual assistant team. I use it with some people that I'm in a mastermind with, and it's a nice, um, app that alerts you right away. But if you keep it clean to where you're not interacting with a bunch of people all over the world, it's a great way to separate you, your communications from all the other communications you have, right? I have people emailing me through Facebook Messenger and through text and through uh, email. And it's just nice to know that, you know what, when one of the people use Slack, I know it's something that's important to my business because it's someone that's on my team. And it's free, right? Slack is completely free. I've never paid anything for it. Yep. Yeah, I like Slack. I also started using Discord, but some of the Discord groups I'm in are so huge your eye hurts trying yep. to keep up with the messaging because it's like boom, 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 boom. Yep. it's like every second a new line is being added yes which is yes. just crazy i don't know how people keep track of that which i suppose you could have that happen with slack too but that's why i say it. i like to use that just to keep it clean so that it doesn't happen what's the mastermind you're in uh, i have a, i have two masterminds i'm in one is a business mastermind for small businesses and we just encourage each other with uh, projects every six weeks we do in six week segments and then i have another one that's with authors and we meet every two weeks and uh, just discuss where we are with our work and kind of stir each other up that sort of thing nice cool man uh my next one is everyone's talking about this right now is chat gpt it's yeah. become quite the quintessential tool in everyone's arsenal, right? I'm using it to uh, write emails for work uh, just because I'm lazy and I don't want to type it. I'm using <laughs> it to uh, kind of help me with my cover letters and resumes if I'm applying for jobs. I'm also using it for blogging, for internet marketing, for Facebook ad ideas. You name it, right? It's the Swiss army knife of tools. So yeah, that's like my go-to. I'm on the plus plan, so I've been... 20 bucks a month, so no uh, usage issues for my end. Whenever I want to log in, I am always able to log in. Yeah, ChatGPT is awesome. And it's it's th this technology is getting integrated into everything. It's in Canva now. It's in other apps I use. It, it, it's, I just saw it's it's, um, it's already starting to be built, built out in Microsoft Office. And yeah, in, in, we're just going to be using it and everything. And it's so, so useful. Now they're integrating with other Plugins, I don't know if you saw that yet during their developer preview. No. So the, in the preview, they showed that you'll be able to, within the interface, uh, let's say select open table hmm. and then uh, uh, Instacart and Wolfram Alpha, which is like Google, but for scientific things. So Wolfram Alpha is much better at calculating stuff. You know how ChatGPT sometimes it just give you BS answers. Yes. So the... Use cases, you tell ChatGPT, hey, I'm looking to, for Saturday, I want to go out somewhere local, find me a nice restaurant. And for Sunday, I want to have a under a thousand calorie meal for my lunch. So how that plays out is first it's connected. So you use those three plugins. It's going to connect to open table, look for a restaurant and make the booking for you. Then it's going to look up Wolfram Alpha 
But first, we'll get you a recipe for Sunday for lunch. Connect to Wolfram Alpha to see how many calories each of those ingredients has. Return back the result to you and say, okay, here's a chickpea salad recipe and it's 985 calories. Here are the ingredients. Oh, wait, I am also connected to Instacart. So would you like me to add all these ingredients to your shopping order? You know, I did see I did see this play out of the preview and it's fascinating because you really see how this AI is not just about helping you um, find a, a cheap, quick way to get things done. It's actually acting as a virtual assistant when you integrate it with other things and it does things that normally you'd hire a virtual assistant to do for you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that's my next one. Very cool. Well, I uh, speaking of AI, one of my favorites is Descript. This is how I do video editing. And um, uh, it's so easy to use because you load your video into Descript just like you would a regular video editor. You have your timeline and all that. But instead of editing by the timeline, even though you could, you edit by highlighting the transcript that it creates from your um, video. And then you just delete lines, add, add lines, whatever. And it's smart enough to know um, uh, what makes sense and what doesn't. So it helps you along the way. If you even misspeak a word, it can fix that voice, that word for you and change your voice to make it sound like it's you. And uh, it's just really, really nice. But the thing I love about it most is not that AI feature, but just the fact that it's so easy to edit by editing the transcript instead of the timeline. It makes it totally, totally worth it. And it's got some yep, really I, nice uh, audio fixing features and that sort of thing. We use those for this podcast. Yeah, and I think it's what like two fifty a year or something. It's not. It's not on the cheap end, but you get what you pay for. Yes, I actually think it's less than that. Uh, but but yes, it's it's uh, it's it's one I'm paying for every year. I'll look it up here uh, when you talk about your next one. But I think uh, it's totally worth every penny. I I was paying for. Um, uh, you know, yearly or, or bi-yearly for um, some different editing apps and just found that, you know what, the script just does it easier. And again, you can add a team to it if you want to. Yep. While you look at their pricing, I think I'm on their $24 a month plan if you go annual, which costs me like oh, about two. That is, that's what it is. It's 24 a month. Yeah, because I'm on the pro plan also. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. Annually is 288 Well, I'm paying more for that than I thought. <laughs> but it's I'm worth every it. penny it's worth it it's <laughs> totally worth it and it's not even like you and i could share it because they allow team members but each seat you add is exactly the same amount of money yeah so you can add team members but it's not going to save you any money no but no. you can have editors in there yeah yeah they they it's seem to know what their software is worth and they don't budge much on that price yeah and a lot of companies do that right like you and I are recording the podcast. Mm -hmm. We would record it in Descript. Then our editors, if we were big enough, right? Our mm -hmm. editors would go in and edit that. And each person gets a seat in there. So yes. you don't have to worry about downloading your audio files, uploading it to Google Drive and all that jazz. Yeah. So it's definitely worth it. I use it too. And yeah, I agree. Uh, my next one, we talk about this ad nauseum. Newsendler for online courses. We've talked about this so much. I don't know if there's much to talk about it other than Key highlights, you get three separate schools, you get marketing funnels, I think you get 100 marketing funnels, 25,000 leads, unlimited students, unlimited courses, no transaction fees. They have an app, there's a blogging functionality. 
the list just goes on and on. They, they just keep adding features, unlimited communities. And it's right now when we're recording this in April 2023 is like 650 a year yeah. or 67 bucks a month. So yeah. no brainer. Yeah, no brainer. No brainer. Still love New Zendler. Uh, yes. When I when I need to record trainings, though, for individuals, a lot of times I will use Dub, D-U-B-B, and it's a lot like Loom or there's 150 others of these out there. You can even do this with the script, but I have a uh, lifetime account with Dub. I don't know what it is per month anymore, uh, but it's a great way to record your screen. And just this last week, they went through an entire overhaul with the user interface for recording your screen. And let me tell you what, it is awesome. Uh, just really easy. You can annotate as you're talking and uh, really makes it uh, nice. I'm using it. I probably use it every day. Anytime I want to show someone something anymore, I just use Dub. Uh, they can respond back by video. They get a personalized video delivered to their inbox. And it's there for the future if they ever want to access it again. I, I absolutely love it. And it's just been it's been one of those lifetime deals that has just been rock solid for me. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I missed out on that one, but I got the other one. It's not called Clap. I'm drawing a blank on the name. Uh, uh, cast. Yeah, yeah, Berrycast. Yeah, and that's a very popular one too. And it's it's a very nice one. It, to me, that one is almost exactly like Loom, right? It's like a Loom alternative. Um, and uh, so, yeah, all good stuff. And guess what? I still pay, pay for Loom monthly. Do you really? What are you paying for Loom for? It's just more convenient. I just find it so much more convenient to yeah. send videos to my VAs and just organize everything in the library. And now they have online editing, uh, filler board removal. So they're they kind of trending towards all. The, I feel like all the video editing tools are trending towards that AI-based transcription editing. Yeah. That's because everyone's seen how great it is with the scripts. So everyone's trying to copy it now. And I don't blame oh them. Oh my gosh. It's... Adobe comes out with stuff like that and all the people are like, oh my gosh, this is the best stuff. I'm like, yeah, Descript has been doing this for like yeah. years now. It, it's, yeah, well, Adobe's come out with a uh, Canva alternative also and it's kind of the same thing. I'm looking at it going, um, yeah, Canva has been doing that for how many years now and Adobe's just still trying to catch up. Yeah, you're a little late to the party, Adobe. Yeah, and, and they charge more. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why people would go for that, but oh well. What's your next one? Uh, Mid-journey, I use this religiously for generating images for my blogs, um, inspirational ideas for kids' bedroom ideas, uh, ideas for logos. So Midjourney is a text-to-image kind of like Dali. Mm -hmm. But Midjourney is like the cream of the crop, right? It's on the top level. Their stable diffusion engine is just amazing. And no matter what you throw at it, the images just come out mind-blowing. Yeah. You can give me an example, Chris, and we can put that in the chat. Give me, uh, you don't have to give me right now, but think of something that you want with journey to generate as we are recording. I'll generate it. I'll put it in the transcript and our listeners can look at it. That's fun. That's fun. Very good. I'll, I'll, I'll try to ask mid journey, create a logo for a podcast about online courses. How about that? There you go. Let's <laughs> see what it does. <laughs> While I do that, you tell me what's your next one. Uh, the next one I really have been enjoying lately is called Todoist, which you've probably heard of. It's a great uh, to-do list. Um, I have actually um, started using Todoist after being using um, uh, ClickUp for a while and just found ClickUp to be just a little bit frustrating and complicated. But I needed something that I could use with a team. And my, to my surprise, I did not realize, but there is a Todoist for Teams 
where you get a shared inbox. Your VA or other people on your team can work with your inbox. You each have your own um, area with all your own to-dos, plus you can, again, share to-dos and really get stuff done. It integrates with everything. So if you write, if you, you're in Gmail, you can save an email and it goes right to Todoist. If you're in Slack, you can create a to-do right from there. It's just, it's really slick. It, it has a two-way sync with Google Calendar. Um, and so I'm just really, uh, me and my uh, VA absolutely love it. And um, uh, so yeah, highly recommend Todoist for teams. It's $6 a month per team member or $3 if you just want to use it personally. Okay. So you have, what, four people in there? So you're paying about 24-ish bucks? No, I've only got two of us in there, uh, but I, I could add more. But right now, it's just me and my VA. We're, we just started trying it out about, a, I don't know, about a month ago now. and uh, But yeah, yeah we're, we're kind of loving it. All right, cool. And so you will be replacing ClickUp from this? Yes, absolutely. Nice. Uh, it, we found Trello was too constrictive. Uh, ClickUp was not constrictive enough. <laughs> to do it seems to be hitting that middle ground. We'll see, but we certainly hope so because we're getting tired of changing apps. What about Asana? Is that similar uh, to it, uh, it, It's similar, but it's also it was a, it's a little um, a little more robust than what we needed. We we you know the thing is all these things they're so seducing with how much they can do, and you see all this great stuff. But then when you actually start using it day to day, you realize, you know what? All I'm using is the to-do list portion or all I'm using is the calendar or all I'm using is X. And you just start realizing, you know, if I can just get an app that does that, yes, I may lose out on some of those fancy features, but boy, will my life simplify. And so that's what we've done with this. Nice. So when, when, am, when are we moving to to-do list? Uh, soon. Soon. I, I actually moved my, our other podcast in there. Amit and I are still keeping ours in ClickUp, and he's ready to move. Uh, we will we will either do that, or we may just do it right in Captivate, which is our um, uh, provider for uh, podcasts. What's I, your next one, Amit? I put in the chat, Chris, uh, the logo that I got generated from Midjourney, so you can check out check that out. Uh, the next one is... Um, it's called Core.com, and they, this is the app from the creators of Quora, and it's chatbot just like ChatGPT, and I like it only because if ChatGPT is not giving me the answers or the way I want it, or if I'm on the go, want to use just my cell phone, Po has an app, so instead of going on the browser, I'll just refer to Po and type in my question in there and then get the answer. Very good. And it's Very free good. to use, yep. Po.com, another free one. Very good. Yep. Um, another one that I like using, uh, speaking of, since I just mentioned uh, Gmail, uh, you know what? Gmail is actually pretty great for businesses, too. Uh, one of the things we have discovered working with my VA is that Gmail natively has in it the ability to delegate your inbox to someone else. So I was able to delegate my Gmail inbox to my VA. She's able to go in and find any emails that I need to answer. She she just does a one click. It sends it right to uh, Todoist, and it makes it very easy to use. Plus, it's integrated with everything. And it works with my business email. And this is with, I'm not paying for Google, um, the workplace or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just Gmail. It works with my um, business.com um, and... Just, it's great with the delegation and everything. It's worth checking out if you don't use Gmail for your business. 
So for to add your business email to Gmail, I'm guessing you've used like the IMAP settings or whatever. Yeah, in, uh, in, in Gmail, you go to the settings and one of the settings is accounts. And when you go in there, you can choose, I think it's up to five other accounts that you access and both send and reply um, to with Gmail. And so anyone sending, for instance, my business is writingmomentum.com. Anyone who sends an email to writingmomentum.com, it goes into my Gmail account. And when I reply, I'm replying out of my Gmail account, but no one's any the wiser. No one knows that's happening, but that's what's happening. And so because of that, I'm able then to use that as a business account. And like I said, I could delegate the inbox. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have one last one. It's called Tab Extend. And Tab Extend uh, is works for Chrome. I think they might even work on uh, Firefox maybe. Uh, what it is, is when you open a new tab, uh, you can have this extended view where once you open a new tab, you can have columns in there and within each column, you can have rows of your frequently visited websites. And then, so what I have is I have, for example, one called quick links and in quick links, I have a column called course visits power. And within that column, I have seven different links of all our places, right? I had the Trello link in there. I had the podcast.co link. Some of these we don't use anymore. I had the remaster media link. Uh, I'm now figuring out how much we have consolidated, right? <laughs> got rid of remaster media, yeah. Zencaster, podcast.co, Trello. But those are there. And all I had to do is one click, it opens all of them. And it's kind of like a replacement or more visual way to look at your bookmarks. Because your bookmarks are typically just buried somewhere in, in your browser. So that's that's the one I religiously use, and uh, yeah, that that's my last one. Awesome. Well, uh, I'll I'll just jump on that bandwagon. Then uh, my favorite for doing almost the same thing is Start.me. It's a similar kind of uh, solution for looking at your bookmarks. You're able to create a dashboard for each part of your life. So I've got a dashboard for content creation with all my bookmarks for that on there, and I can share it with other people in my organization if I want to. Um, I have another tab that's just for news where I've got all my news sources on there. And it's a great way to visualize everything together. And you can also bring in things like Google Docs and that and have those links on there. And yeah, isn't it so nice to get away from using actual bookmarks? I, I actually don't even use bookmarks anymore. I've deleted all my bookmarks out of my browser. I never would go into them anyway now that I've got these landing pages. And I can access these on my phone, on any web browser I want to. It's so much better. For sure. So all right, Chris, well, you want to give us a little quick recap of all these tools? I absolutely do. I don't do. know if you remember all of them. I, I, I do. If you'll listen to this podcast, you can get an insight into every tool that we just talked about. Amits include Tana, MailerLite, ChatGPT, NewZendler, MidJourney, and PoE.com, as well as TabExtend. My favorites are Canva, Slack, Todoist, Day One, Gmail, Dub, Descript, and Start.me. And hey, if you need a password manager, check out 1Password, because that's something I use every day also. <laughs> Throw an extra one in there. Well, that's it for the episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. That's how we know that you like this content, that we're putting it out for free. And until next time, Chris, what are they going to do? Keep creating. Keep Bye. creating.
Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.